Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. It looks like we're in Chino Hills. It does. That's a backdrop. Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills during the day. Yes. <laughs> and we're not. Hey, you guys notice anything? You notice anything? What do you think they do you think they noticed? I think probably the for smart all, ones. For all those on the podcast, what should we tell them? Well, we'll and, wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to see if anybody notices anything different. Hey, go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you will find our stuff and uh, our broadcast. And you have um, His Glory TV. I was trying to think of the last person. I always forget her name. The last person you interviewed. She was uh, imprisoned. Oh, um, uh, I'm here so the. <laughs> I'm here, Zodhi. Marzi, I'm here, Zodhi. You have some great interviews. Uh, yes. Like? Um, <laughs> Marzi, I'm here, Zodhi, who was in prison in Iran. Uh, she met Jesus Christ, was actually in prison for her faith, and was sentenced to death. But um, the Lord saved her, brought her to the States. And now she's running for Congress. That's so awesome. Let's see, we have a comment. Twin hats. There, see yes. that? Nice. Yes, for all of those on the podcast, Andy and I are wearing twin Living fearless hats, like resurrected hats, like 3D. Look at that. It's got our <laughs> name on there. If you want one, you're gonna have to watch on Friday. Are we doing a giveaway on Friday? Yes. Oh, we better not. We better forget not forget to go live on Friday. Okay, <laughs> you got it. And what we're gonna do is there's a little tool that I haven't experimented yet, but I know it's available. Where uh, we'll have everybody watching hat right down in the comments hashtag. Jesus. So they'll type in the comments, hashtag, hashtag Jesus uh-huh. on that day. You don't do it now. We'll do you no good, but you can. It'd be great if you hashtag Jesus now. Um, but then everybody who does that is in the running to win a hat. Okay. Only giving away one. I thought we're giving away a couple. No, let's just give away one. Um, one a show. Not every show. We'll do like giveaway Thursday or Friday or something like that. But I just, Friday gives me enough time to play with the tool. Yay. That we can try to. Somebody thought that was funny. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, resurrect, resurrected hats. <laughs> Kinda nice. All right, we're uh, reading from Smith Wigglesworth Devotional for May thirty first. Can you believe it's May thirty first already? I know. School's almost over. It's just like we were in another house. In another house uh, on Christmas, opening <laughs> gifts, and we're already in May. So crazy. Uh, The title of this uh, devotional is Faith Claims the Victory. The uh, reference is 2 Peter 1.4, and it says, Through the exceedingly great and precious promises, you may be partakers of the divine nature. The scripture reading is Philippians 3.1-15, and Smith says, The Lord has called us to share in his glory and power, as our faith claims his promises, We will see this truth evidenced. I remember one day I was holding a meeting. My uncle came to that meeting and said, Aunt Mary would like to see you before she dies. I went to see her and she was assuredly dying. (laughs) I said, Lord, can't you do something? All I did was stretch out my hands and lay them on her. It seemed as though there was an immediate touch of the glory and power of the Lord. Aunt Mary cried, it's going all over my body. That day she was made perfectly whole don't you miss these uh from smith 
It's been a while since he's talked yes, to us about is. all the miraculous people he heals. A while. One day I was preaching and a man brought a boy who was wrapped up in bandages. It was impossible for him to walk. So it was difficult for them to get him to the platform. They passed him over about six seats. The power of the Lord was present to heal, mm -hmm. and it entered right into the child as I placed my hands on him. The child cried, Daddy, it's going all over me. They took off the bandages and found nothing wrong with him. Hallelujah. The Lord wants us to be walking letters of his word. Jesus is the word and is the power in us. It is his desire to work in and through us for his good pleasure. We must believe that he is in us. There are boundless possibilities for us if we dare to act in God and dare to believe that the wonderful power of our living Christ will be made clear through us as we lay our hands on the sick in his name. I feel the Holy Spirit is grieved with us when we know these things but do not do greater deeds for mm. God. Does not the Holy Spirit show us wide open doors of opportunity? Will we not let God lead us to greater things? Will we not believe God to take us on to greater demonstrations of his power? It's a good question. It is, right? <laughs> the thought for today, keep man's eyes off you, but get their eyes on the Lord. There's a truth right there. Truth bomb. <laughs> I mean, it, oh man, I just started a sentence with a mean. I, I, I pride myself in not ever doing that, but there I did it. Um, the thought that I could be placed in the position of, of, of Wiggles, yeah. where time after time, I'm just miraculously healing people. It's beyond comprehension. I, I, I don't know how I could not make it, not make it about me. That'd be so hard. <laughs> Which is probably why. <laughs> right? I mean, it's a... Uh, you know what I'm saying. I No, I actually wonder. I, I said it as I was reading this. I was like, Lord, why do we not do such things? Hmm. You and I, not just... I know there's healers out there, but I, we must believe he's in us. And don't you think the Holy Spirit is grieved when we don't do greater things? And I feel, I feel remiss that... I'm not capable of them, I guess, or that I don't have the opportunity. And then you start to think, why don't I have the opportunity? What is deficient in my faith that prevents the opportunity? I I had an interesting, uh, I think I'm one of the few people who witnesses to people who ends up, who end up preaching to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally find the only uh, spirit filled homeless people in um, Southern California. So I ran into another one at the CVS and he was preaching end times to me and quoting Daniel seven. And it was remarkable, Billy, it was quite remarkable. And I'm standing there as I was listening to him going, Lord, what should I do? Do I continue talking? Do I pray over him? Like what, how do I use this moment? And I drew a blank. I didn't. Hmm. Nothing. <laughs> It's a big fat zero. <laughs> it was a very interesting it, interlude, but it wasn't. Yeah. Hmm. Anything like way later? No. Like later at night when you were like laying in bed and go, oh, now I understand. No, nothing. No. Remember I told you, I was like, yeah. I hope God reveals 
the wisdom of it. But as of now, I don't have one. Any more thought about him being that angel? No, I don't think so. When he went off on the tangent about trumping the Antichrist, I thought, oh, no. Maybe it was testing your uh, resolve. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, uh, I don't know. I just, I feel in almost every scripture about the gifts, there are repeated reference to casting out demons and healing the sick. And you just got to wonder, like, why don't more of us have those gifts? Or why are we not executing those gifts or having ways in which we manifest those gifts? I don't know. It's something I think about a lot. I don't know either. Uh, Kate says, FYI, Arvo is afternoon. Oh, I'm going to use that on you. Do you say good Arvo or do you say Arvo? Uh, and Ozzy shorten uh, everything. Anya is short for good on you. You. Good on you. <laughs> and Kate says, his power in us, not us being given identity. Our identity is in us. And the words of the Lord's in us. The Holy Spirit's in us. Right. Amen. I, I don't know how this even relates to what it is I'm going to say that I got from the devotion. Is it a dog story? No. Oh, okay. It's a you story. It's a me story. I mean, it's a you story. It's about, I'm sure it's about other people too, but. You're not telling my secrets, are you? My shortcomings. Oh, no, because we're already out of time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like. There was something in that maybe it's in the scripture reading that somehow I got there, there's um, we should never stop trying to strengthen the relationship with God. Uh, you know, there could be a point where we do say we read all of the books that we can read the Bible, you know, 10 more times or whatever it is. And then there could be that that level of, you know what, I've now I, now I've got it. I know. I know him. <laughs> I he don't think that me. could ever happen. <laughs> And so I think that in, in the sense that God is teaching us that there's never, you can never know everything there needs to be known about God. For sure. It's like I tell people, there's not, you'll never know everything about your craft. Always strive to learn more. There's always more to be learned. But I'm not sure that we do that with relationships. And so in our relationship with God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, our Lord and Savior, that we, there's always more to be learned. There's always, you can get closer. You, there's even more love that you can feel. There's even greater Absolutely. love than what we already feel. And we feel a lot of love. That's what we should do in our relationship. We should always be striving to know more, to get closer to our spouse. That oh. that, that should constantly grow. Just like. Absolutely. Just like with him. Fully agree. Never fall into complacency. No, just like that happens so often, though, right? I mean, yes. I, I can think back to relationships that I've had, or you know, Your you know yoga. my mom and dad. Or <laughs> no, but people get into what's called a routine. Have you heard that? Yes. Right before, well, you get into a routine where it's just mundane, and you say hi, Marge, hi, Sam, and then you, <laughs> and then you pick up the kids, yeah, pick up the kids, drop them off, yeah, make then, dinner, then you pull watch the TV in front of you. <laughs> Now instead it's yeah. yeah, now it's the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're really good about. We don't do that to each other. Um, but we've only been married a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a good time to be reminded. 
right? It's not, yes. not after it's already gotten old and stale. And now you're trying to. to Are you trying get... to tell me something? Stand no, <laughs> I just know. I love there's things that you'll say. And I go, wow, I never heard that story before. And I go, I know that we've only known each other for like six months. Hour long spent. <laughs> Did but I tell I love, you a story today that was new? No, I think it was the other day. I oh. think we were talking to some maybe it was Bible study or something like that. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm just picking on you. Um, no, you're absolutely right. I actually was talking to my mom about that yesterday. Oh, really? Yes, because as Kate was on that uh, devotional, but others may have been too, where I was talking about having my out of body experience out here because nothing was familiar. And, um, I was describing to her like some of the reasons that um, I said, Andy has great groups of friends. They're really good people. They have wonderful families, but I just feel like I can't connect to them. And she said, and she says, Oh, I absolutely know what you meant, what you mean, because I had that experience when I was living in Chicago when I first came to America. And she says that sometimes, you know, culturally, people have different habits. So people that are like, you know, mainstream American, they're not immigrants of one sort or another. They have patterns, cultural patterns that are unfamiliar uh, to somebody who's not of that culture. So she said that, you know, it's very important that you and Andy continue to grow in each other so that so that you develop your own culture, like your own family culture. She says, so that that feels normal and safe and familiar. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So she's like, you know, you don't want the marriage is new and the friends are strange or like, you know, you can't connect. Then you've got to strengthen the marriage so that that becomes the centerpiece of how you feel adapted and loved and what have you i don't know what this has to do with devotional but i know has, i don't know either but it that's has what to I got. do with your <laughs> i know <laughs> maybe because we're not healers and we're just kind of like thinking yeah, of other maybe things. that's it but i was like oh, why do i keep hearing this and again i don't know it, it may come up in the scripture there may have been something in one of the passages but i think it was just my feeling of i it feels like this relationship with god is is completely different than it's ever been obviously in my entire life, but I keep telling everybody and telling you is that, gosh, I've, I never heard that before. I've never read that and those words before. It never connected with me that he had that much love for us. I didn't realize that eternity started once we accepted Jesus Christ, our Lord and savior. I thought our eternity started once we died. I mean, so much of those are just examples. No, but you are exactly right though. And Kate says this well too, is that um, the relationship with your husband and wife is, is a covenantal relationship that mirrors our relationship with Christ. Mm. So it is, you know, the, the most holiest of covenants, unbreakable covenants is with Christ. And then second to that only is marriage. So not children, but marriage, then children. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think you're absolutely right that we should be mimicking that devotion and like peeling back the layers, deepening the relationship, growing in levels, which is exactly what my mom was trying to explain, which is exactly what Kate says. She's like, are there really levels in him or is it just seeking him and he reveals truth? Right. He doesn't have layers, but we understand his layer. We understand the relationship better as we draw closer. And as a couple gets closer, they reveal the depth of their hearts. Spending quality time together deepens mm -hmm. the relationship. Absolutely. 
me and Andy broke the mold today and went for a little walk. Yeah, in our new neighborhood. Yes, that was nice. It was really nice. Right? You get to chit-chat. Yes. Talk about things you've done. I was teaching you how to, when you go on a hike out, when you enter the, the trail, you have to remember exactly where you were. Right? Or else I'm on your way back, you may forget which turn off to take. That's me in parking lots in the mall. <laughs> I never, ever, even when I park in the gym, I never remember where I parked. Because I, I never looked back. back. I stopped and looked back to see what, what trees were in what place, how many cars were in driveways. So I knew what, where our turnoff was. And you're asking, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I want to make sure I know where to go. That was fantastic. <laughs> That's why you're head of the household. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, oh, I was going to talk about gifts. Speaking of gifts, look what we got from Chuck Knight. Oh, look at that. Oh, that weird. looks cool. Chuck Knight gave us this. Uh, he made it. He made it. He has a yeah. wood, wood shop in his, in his home. But this is a clock with our logo on it. So beautiful. How cool is I that? I love it. Thank you, Chuck. Chuck Knight, uh, he and I worked together at the Anaheim Police Department, and he, has le- he fled the state. I'm not sure how happy I am with him about doing that. I think this is a makeup gift. <laughs> He's trying to tell me, like, I'm sorry I left you uh, and didn't stay to fight. Yes. He's one of the guys that I would go through any door it was locked or barricaded. I would he and I would go with him every time. I and I mean I tell my friends uh, early on when I came to Christ, I was like, listen, I determine my friends by who I want to be in a foxhole with. <laughs> like that's how I decide who. Yeah. Because in these days, that's how you should be determining friends. Like, do I trust you to ration food? Do I <laughs> trust you to have my six? I you know if not. Then there's just no point. I don't want you to make an excuse as to why you have to amputate my leg. So you can eat it. <laughs> right. No, like that's a little tiny, it's just a hangnail. Right. No, we have to take the foot. Those hangnails, the next thing you know, it's all up your leg. Gangrene. And then it's in your heart. We gotta cut the leg now. <laughs> Is there really no, a need to cut save off my it. foot right now? You can have a looks chewy. A foot sandwich. Looks like good beef jerky. <laughs> Boy, we are silly today. Let's go to the scripture. All right, let's go to the scripture. Because this is a good passage of scripture. And not, not like there's anything that isn't good in the oh, Bible. Hold but. on. Hold on. Uh, uh, what's your name again? Schnuggums. What? What is it? I almost called you my other pet name. It's not a really good pet name. Oh, that one. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> this is our scripture. Philippians 3, 1 through 15. All right. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh, though I also may have confidence in the flesh. If anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised on the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, concerning the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were these gained to me? The but what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yes, indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law 
but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as mature, have this in mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. So he's just like, I am the man. This is Paul. The, the, yes, the Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee of the tribe, the tribe of Benjamin, but it's all garbage. It's all garbage, and I count it all loss, and I count it all light, loss just so I can know Christ and experience his suffering. Because if we're like him in suffering, then we're like him in the resurrection. To be Christ-like. Uh, and then Philippians 2.13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So I was thinking about this whole, uh, we're doing a show tomorrow on repentance. And so I was trying to summarize this in my mind that in Christ as believers, we have, we turn metanoia, we repent, we turn from our old ways and we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior. And by virtue of that, we have faith in him and that we are forgiven. And then we have all of the verses that we're going through in Romans 5, 1 through 5, where what should manifest from our lives once we're forgiven. So even the things of healing that he's describing and all the things that Paul's describing in Philippians is it's not us that do it. It is the Holy Spirit's having the faith that God will do it in and through us. And constantly striving towards manifesting that Christ likeness. Everybody else in every other faith is doing commandments of God, hoping that they will reach God's pleasure. But ours doesn't work that way. We accept him, it's done, and now we have to manifest it. Now we have to walk it out. So the righteousness, the perfection is granted now, how do, we, how do we bring it out in ourselves? It's very, very different, right? Like, it's just like as if you were a child and when your parents were, when you were young, can you imagine? Because both of us had pretty hard fathers. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine of having grown up and your parents told you your whole life that you were perfect? Like, you were the best kid ever. I love you. You were perfect. And that so everything else you were striving to reach because they had this image of you being perfect. Like, can you imagine how much more different we would have behaved having been told from, you know, like you're, you're this wonderful, righteous person. Now walk it out yeah. as opposed to constantly trying to please somebody that was unpleasable. Right. It's wow. a, the walk with Christ is a pretty, pretty cool thing. And so we were learning that uh, Pastor Jackson, the book of Romans on Sundays, and we were learning that when you believe you are forgiven, when you've attained forgiveness by virtue of your faith in Christ and your repentance, then 
the air should shift when you walk in a room. There should be a, like a, a spiritual shift because you bring Christ with you. And there should be this um, like unrelenting courage and boldness that comes from to live as Christ that dies gain. Like no matter what happens, I'm good, you know, because I have eternal life with Christ. I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm just a surgeoner passing through here, you know, and that's, you just. That's, twi- that's, that's twice in two days you've used that I, word. I did that for you. <laughs> I, did, I did that for you. Surgeoner is our new favorite word. Yes. And that everything else in our life, and we, we exhibit holiness mm-hmm. because we're just walking with Christ. And so he's imparted his holiness and his righteousness, as Paul says, his righteousness is, is imparted to us. And so we're just, we're just trying to walk it out. Yeah. You laughing at me? No, I'm laughing at myself. Why? I just don't know how to say this in a, in a way that sounds okay, because either way I say it, it's not going to sound okay. But I, now that I brought it up, I got to say it. Uh-oh. So it's been over the last six months or so, in, increasingly, as I see friends that have known me for a long time, um, they'll make little remarks like, wow, you, 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 you seem so healthy. Or you seem so happy, or you seem so different, and they're like, or I'm, you know, or I've seen what you're doing online, and I'm so happy for you. Aww. There's this, there's this like much more positive thing, and I've always thought that I've had, I've had friends, you know. Sometimes, you know, I go, I, I, I need less friends because I just <laughs> yeah. my my you're phone rings. Yeah, but but the the response is so much different. <laughs> It's just like, and I know is that what they're seeing is the goodness of God. And I'm just so like overwhelmed sometimes when I get in my car by myself for a minute and I go, oh my gosh, God. God. Do you think of like, do you ever wonder like what you must have been like before that they say that? <laughs> That's why I was laughing. Oh, okay. I mean, how bad must I have been? And I don't mean bad in necessarily that necessarily like a, a horrible human being. Right. That I was, I was more the, the life of the party in a negative way. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But you can be a life of a party. People love having you around, but it's not good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like if you're not keeping your clothes on, you may be the life of the party, but it's it's not it's not that good. That you're right. That, right. Or you're jumping off the roof and you know almost killing yourself. And everyone's like, like ah, yeah, oh, you almost killed yourself. You're so fun. <laughs> like we love it when you come over because like you nearly kill yourself when you come over. That's not that great of of you know a testimony. No. <laughs> Because they're not going to hire you like to <laughs> to babysit their kids, or you know, you know what I mean. I yeah. mean, they're not going to use you. Not going to take you serious when you try to be serious from time to time. Not saying that I did any of those things. I'm just giving you examples of potential other people <laughs> that would do those things. Yeah, not me. But I, I, the good news is now back to my very first early comment, which yes. I was just joking, but um, kind of. But I, I do realize that it's it's God. And I, and I, and oh, I, you have it, to. Yeah, I just go, God. <laughs> People say something. I, I found myself saying this probably three or four times over the last couple of weeks. And I, and I'll, and I openly say, this is all, this is all God. Aww. What you're hearing, what you're seeing is, is from the Lord. It's not, it's, it, it, you know, if it was left to me, we would be meeting somewhere else. <laughs> I love that. It's um, so beautiful. You know, 
Absolutely. I know it to the, my core. I hope that all made sense. I'm watching you. But I just love that. I love the best part about it is I know it's from God. Because I would not have given God credit for anything. In that's, the past. that's what's glorious, right? Mm. To give to God all the glory. Like, and now it's a Christianese, but now you know what it means, right? Like yeah. you really know what it means to, to when somebody, when you compliment somebody and they say to God, be all the glory. Mm. Like you feel that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel it when I'm in the midst of somebody who is uh, a Christian or who is a strong believer. I, I, I didn't, like, oh my gosh, Jack said this the other day, didn't he? Pastor Jack Hibbs said, you know, you, you feel it when somebody walks in when they're Christian. Yeah, that's believe what I, I just said. I, that's what I said. What oh my should shift. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he was saying, you'll, you'll know. Like now as another Christian, you know when another is another Christian. We had one in our home today. Yes. Yes. We like, immediately, uh, you know, I felt like he's different. Yes. Uh, and I felt good about him. Absolutely. Our plumber. We had a plumber come in. A, a good, good guy. Yes. I know. He may not be right. He could be right. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's a possibility. No, he was could, a good guy. Yeah. But just, um, you know, he wanted to do the right thing. Um, and just a really cool guy. Absolutely. I really, really liked him a lot. But I, 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 could, I spotted him right away. Yes. Because you can see it in his skin and not skin like he had good skin. Like his, he just has a aura. Yeah. Yes. There. Thank you. Very much. Kate says, uh, is it this one or this one? Uh, it's the last one, yeah. Accepting his word about who we are in him. Accepting that his plan for us is good, even when we don't particularly like our circumstances, in that we find our peace. Amen. If you guys do need a, a plumber in the Orange County area, let us know we got his information. Yes. Um, he couldn't help us because of the, the, landlord. the landlord and the insurance or whatever it is that we have um we, oh we didn't go to mark mark 16 18 they will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly or by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover it's that kind of it's that kind of righteousness folks take up serpents that's why people freak out sometimes when they go to pentecostal churches because they play with snakes Secure because I like snakes, but when you see people playing with them in a weird way, you know, uh oh, something's going on. It reminds me of every horror movie I've ever seen. Um, it will be by no, it will. We're talking about the drink anything deadly, deadly. like poison, right? That's unrelated to serpents, uh, or is it related to the serpents that they it, it milk, could milk them of their poison? Uh, it could be either. What an interesting little bit of scripture there. Isn't it? Is it okay if I ask you about Mark? Do you know this much much about the I book? mean, it's the gospel of Mark. Yeah. It's one of the four main gospels. Mm. I'll have to dive a little bit deeper into that. Second uh, Peter 1, 4. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And this is to Peter. So this is Peter's close to death. And he's looking back on his life and he's writing these um, books. And he's just, we are partakers of divine nature. We have these things by virtue of what Christ said. He says we have them and therefore we have them. So cool. Isn't it? We escaped corruption. <laughs> Did you not escape it? We escaped by the skin of our teeth. Yep. 
yeah, barely. I don't know how much longer I could have lasted. <laughs> no snakes for her. Uh, Aussie snakes are killers. Yeah, those snakes are all deadly there in Australia. Not all of them, but they have, they're pretty dangerous. The black, Unlike here. Black we... mamba or green mamba, one of the two, or both of them are in Australia. Oh, but unlike here, most of the time they skin the snakes. Water snakes, water snakes are deadly. Here too. Um, yeah, but um, we have the rattlesnakes here, the sidewinders, and the diamondbacks, and that kind of stuff. But otherwise, they're your garden variety snakes. Yeah, yeah, you can pick them up. Right. Put them around your neck. I used to like to play with snakes, actually. Really? Yeah. What about tarantulas. My friends, uh, no, but I do like big giant snakes. Yeah. See, I learned something new about you all the time. I would have not ever had. I never would have thought that. Oh, really? I not really, I really like snakes. If any of the pets that we, because you know, I'm not a big fan of pets. Yeah. But snakes, I would, I wouldn't mind. I just got this picture of you with a snake. With a snake all wrapped around you, laying on your side, posing with a snake. But I have my clothes on, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your clothes <laughs> on. In my head or in my story. <laughs> Well, we'll save that for later, <laughs> So what do you all think of these hats? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I worked hard on these hats. Yes. It took me days to, to get them right. That's very nice. <laughs> Did a good job. Well, you look good. I like your hat on you. Thank you. So make sure and be ready for Friday, whatever Friday is. What's Friday? You know the date? Friday? Uh, Friday. It's going to be fourth? June. Fourth, <laughs> you guys make my oh, thank, <laughs> thank you, you, Kate. We're so goofy. It is the third, third. So June third. Uh, make sure and watch for uh, our our notification that we're live. I try. I might try to put up a, a pre scheduled. Good. And we'll be getting giving away a hat on Friday. Can we go to my friend's church? Can we go to Mariama's church on Friday? So do we need to change when we're going to give away the hat? So oh, we go. <laughs> Oh, because we're going to do a night show or can well, we do a day show before we leave? What, oh, yeah. Because we don't know the kids. Yeah. Well, anyway, either way, look for a notification about Friday. Uh, and you're going to be using the hashtag Jesus, hashtag Jesus. Uh, and uh, be ready to rock and roll. Invite your friends. They can all win a free hat. It'll be cool. All right. Should we also tell them about this great app that uh, is available and that we find ourselves on? Yes. It's the Christian Podcast Network known as Edify. Check it out. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I App. All right, my friends. Um, I am so happy that I was able to keep you from really trailing off because we we're like at thirty-five minutes. That's nice. Yes, you did a good job. Succinct. Thank you. <laughs> I tried. I tried to be succinct. Uh, I had a couple of good stories, but I decided to hold back. Oh, I'll save them for tomorrow. Okay. Stay All right, tuned. my friends. <laughs> In case you miss Andy's meanderings, his musings. Yeah, I try to do those on my uh, at the gym after the gym. 
At Andy Falco? Yeah. Oh, okay. After the gym musings of Andy Falco. Nice. Yeah, they're a hit too. I got to I gotta watch one. All right. <laughs> one All day. right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. Good night. Take Bye. Care. Bye.